So you don't you don't really want there to be a whole lot of participation, then, do you? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it would be a good challenge. I think you know it'd put get people out of their mm. uh, out of their comfort zone. Yeah, it'll do that. It'll <laughs> definitely do that. <laughs> this is episode three hundred eight on July twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast where we talk about iphone photography and other things i'm joseph ferreira i'm dave podner i'm greg mcmillan and i'm matt hoffman hey guys matt well you were a little uh little hot there in the mic um but uh <laughs> i don't know did you get like right up on it and then s- said your name yeah, I'm making out with it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was muted too. <laughs> oh, we're back. And it's another week. And it's actually the last week in July. Craziness. We're going to be in August. Where is this year gone? Oh. I can't believe we're already going to be in August. But that's not why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we have a few things to do this episode. We're going to, uh, uh, talk about a new weekly photo challenge and do some other things. But first we're going to jump into, uh, our focus point. Focus point. All right. Uh, so some IPP awards, IPPA, uh, came out and they have a list of winning photographers and Greg, I'm going to let you take this and run with it. Alrighty. Um, yeah, the, uh, iPhone photographer or iPhone photo awards, iPhone photography awards, um, they come out every year. This is, uh, oh, I don't know how many years they've done it now, seven or eight years maybe. But um, uh, this uh, this year, um, there's some really, really good uh, results. Uh, you know, but as with every year, though, sometimes I find the winners are just a little underwhelming for me. But um, I'm not in the judging panel, so what do I know? I know, but, right? Uh, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the grand winner, the grand prize winner, is from um, Gabriella Sigliano, and it's called Big Sister. Um, this is a really cool image, and uh, it's it's a picture of of a, I would say it looks like a teenager, and a youngster standing on a beach, and it's from uh, Zanzibar in Africa. And Gabriella took this with her iPhone 10, and it's a it's a cloudy day. the The, the water is calm. the The sandy, the beach is so, so it's just like white sand. Um, the big sister is wearing a long, full length yellow dress with a like some kind of a, a linen or something hair covering, and the youngster's wearing like a pinkish colored 
outfit, and it's, it's a really, really cool image. Um, so that was the grand prize winner, but there's all these different categories where you can click through on the website. It's IPPAwards.com, and uh, there's, let's see, four, seven. There's quite a lot looks of... Like about, um, looks like about 19 different categories. Yeah. Uh, so it, it has a real uh, wide range of subject matter to look at. And, and I think I mentioned this last year, that if you're looking for inspiration for your photography, um, you, you know, whether, whether it's taken with an iPhone or, or a traditional camera, there's some really good inspiration in, in these pictures. There's, um, you know, the first, second and third place of each category. And then, excuse me, then, then some honorable mentions. Um, so, you know, give, give them a look and, and look through them. Uh, we get, we get sit here for three hours and talk about them all, but, um, Definitely give them a look because there's some really good ones. Uh, you know, before we went on the air here, we were talking about one image, and you know, we even actually give it a just a hint of a critique because there's, you know, we felt that it maybe would be better if it was cropped. So, um, you know, it's subjective though. So right. when the judges picked it for second place for photographer of the year, um, I likely wouldn't have picked it for photographer of the year just because it needed to be cropped in my opinion. But, you know, again, there's that subjective uh, aspect of it. So um, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look through too many of them, but if you have, what do you think? Yeah, I uh, personally, I really enjoy uh, looking through the, the results of this contest. So there's like 18 different categories. Um, so there's a lots of different subject matter to look at, you know, depending on what you're interested in. And uh, not only do they show the first, second, and third place winners, um, but they also have like a pretty extensive uh, collection of honorable mentions for each category, which, in my opinion, are um, equally, if not more so, enjoyable to view than than the winners. And the cool thing to me is that. Um, you know, looking through these photos, there's a pretty wide range of like styles and oh, absolutely, uh, you know, editing techniques and everything. So, um, you know, Greg, as you alluded to in the beginning, if if you are kind of stuck in a rut or, or looking for inspiration, this is a fantastic place to turn to kind of browse these images, and I guarantee you'll come away with some ideas that'll jumpstart your creativity again. Yeah, the um, the some of some of the honorable mentions I think are even better than the winners in in you know in certain categories. And I'll give you an example um, in the sunsets category. <laughs> I, know I know exactly, exactly which one you're going to say. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, there was an honorable mention for for a gal in um, Perth in Western Australia, and uh, her name is Vicky White. Um, her and I know each other through Instagram and through the um, Artful Life Photography community, and she does an amazing job of sunsets and and even sunrises. Like she just loves to shoot into the sun. I think she I think she wants to go blind. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she's a really really good photographer. And I got to tell you, her honorable mention, I think, is better than the first place winner. 
And that's just my opinion. And it's not because, you know, her and I are acquaintances, but I, I really do think it's better. Um, and there's another one in the honorable mentions uh, by, I'm going to do a bad uh, bad job of the name, but um, King Jeng, it, it's Q-I-N-G, and then the last name is G-E-N-G, but it's a photo of a... Um, some boats along along a dock or whatever and all these birds flying in the air and then of course you know it's at a sunset with a cloudy um cloudy sky but it's and it's not overly colorful but it really works so i mean there there's a case right there in one of the categories where there's two in my opinion two honorable mentions that i think are better than the first place show, uh first place winner yeah yeah I mean, even in that category that, um, uh, again, I'm going to butcher a name like you just did, uh, Dan Liu. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember what that place is called, but it's like this castle that kind of sits like by itself on wow. like a, a, this isolated hill. It's in France. I, I know that much. I just forget what the place is called. And it's is it Mount Tromblon or something. Tromblon. I don't know that. Something like that, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but in any case, very, very cool picture. And the third and I, place picture in the sunset category is not so much cool at all. No, no. I mean, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> yes. like looking at it, going, uh, "Okay, I see a glimpse of the sunset, but it's still, I don't know." Yeah, and like, yeah. like and he, you said, it's all subjective. Yeah, and I mean absolutely no—I mean absolutely <laughs> no disrespect to the winning photographers. Um, you know, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to them by saying what I'm saying here, but you know, but it is subjective, and it is just my opinion. Whatever that means, probably diddly. But uh, I just think that going through these different categories—that's one thing that I noticed anyway. For me, is that um, some of the honorable mentions were really, really good. So to Matt's point about going through and getting some inspiration, that's, uh, um, you know, definitely just take a half an hour and browse through the different categories and, and see what you come up with. Yeah. What do you think, cool. Dave? Well, the one category that really grabbed me was architecture. And partially because of the colors that a lot of people captured. Which you, which yeah. I guess, when when you start thinking of architecture, you're thinking more of the shapes and contrasts. But some of the, well, also just a matter of some of these buildings and the way they were captured, just kind of the the third place winner in architecture. Yeah, the the way that it's it's a giant. Okay, uh, let's here was it? Uh, it's an international shopping center, but it looks like. What is that? It looks, it looks like, like it's a around. hanger for the good yeah. or something, you know? Yeah, it, lo it looks huge. like something. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it is truly, I mean, the, the way of, yeah, it, it's, of course, and I'm used to a lot smaller stuff than this, but I mean, this thing is just completely mammoth and the way the light's coming in, it's, it's, it's crazy. And in the oh, first winter where it's a, a, an observatory, I don't know. Uh, in India, and the, yeah, just the, that beautiful the yellow, yeah, 
with yeah. just the blue sky poking through. It's just, and I love the fact they captured the bird flying through it. Yeah, it just the the patterns, but also just the colors. It's like just amazing. And there's like I said, the honorable mentions down there. They're just including the one that is from. I, I'm guessing it may be Thomas or Thomas Seafros, where it's this peach building. It, it just the, the color, just something completely foreign to me to have a, a and obviously a large building with just that color to it. Yeah, I'm fighting and the it's website. so symmetrical too. Yeah. For some reason, I can't see the honorable mentions. I got this thing that keeps saying, uh, we're trying to load it. Oh, Yeah, they do sometimes take a little little bit to load with each page you go to. But like you said, it, it, it is just really great inspiration. Where just getting different thoughts and just when you're walking around or you're seeing something just to get a different angle on it or different perspective. The other thing I like is, at least for the... Uh, first, second, third place, they tell you which phone they took it with. So yeah. Yeah. some of them you can see they're iPhone 10s, but others are iPhone 6s or iPhone SEs yeah. or, you know, old iPhone 7s, iPhone 7 Plus. So you're like, you don't need to say, you can't think, oh, I have a three-year-old phone, therefore I can't take a great photo until I get the newest of the new no you can take a really good image you just there are more limitations on some of the older camera on the older phones versus the newer ones sometimes yeah um but it you can still get amazing photos with those we we can get amazing photos with something that goes all the way back to a iphone 4 or 4s yeah i need to find my 3gs what did i do with it <laughs> it's somewhere around here. Um, and then you got to find a 30 pin connector. <laughs> yes. Actually, I do have one of those. I did find that. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a, uh, a great site for in- inspiration. You know, they're, uh, yeah. And you know what? I, I think, I think what we need to do is enter some photos in, into this, competition what does it take to oh, I have. enter i have entered some um uh, and i have getting skunked every year i think I've, I've entered the last two years what's the requirements oh you just have to pay um oh i think for something like for one photo it might be 350 like it's not a whole lot but i think it's obviously dollars for the prizes and whatnot no, i'm just kidding um yeah, three dollars fifty cents for one, and yeah. three of them are nine dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, I think that's what I did. Was I put three in, and it cost me nine fifty. So it's you know considered an entry fee, right? Yeah. And and the thing is, is it has to be uh, shot and edited on a phone. No no desktop software. Um, you have to be able to provide the full res image if it was a winner so that they can post it, obviously, as big as they are. Um, I don't know. You know, and, okay, it's a contest, right? So you get into the 
the uh, the rights side of it, who's got the rights to what or whatever. I think they, you know, obviously let you retain the rights, but I think you um, give them the right to display it, right. obviously on the website like they are. Um, they put out an ebook of all the winning photographs every year, and if if you, I think if you enter the contest, you get a free download of the book, of the of the ebook, which is very similar to what you're seeing on the website anyway. Nice. So yeah, yeah it, it's it's a good contest. Um, I think the first prize, the grand prize, is like a gold bar or something like that. I'm not yeah. sure. No, here here's the prizes. So uh, the grand prize gets an iPad Air. The top three winners will each receive an Apple Watch Series Three. Um. First place winner will win a gold bar, uh, one gram gold, and the second and third gets a palladium bar. How much is a gram of gold in U.S.? Yeah, that's why. I, well, I see a gram of palladium mm-hmm. is around eighty to a hundred dollars. So a gram of gold bar. Uh, two point. Uh, it's from Amazon. I don't know if I trust. Yeah, that. twenty bucks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, maybe a hundred dollars. Metal exchange it's, looks like fifty six. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a strange prize. Agreed. <laughs> Well, I mean, is it, does it have like the, does it have the award? I don't think it does. Because that would be cool. Yeah, they have some just, something on it, but. It probably has something to do with the fact that this is like a, like a worldwide contest. Right. Yeah. It looks like it's just, the, it's from the most recognizable private gold mint in the world. <laughs> so the deadline for entries for uh, next year is um, March thirty first. So plenty of time, plenty yeah. of time to procrastinate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, yeah. I take some winning pictures. That's what I meant. Just yes, yes. Yeah, don't don't enter now because if you enter, say three pictures, you might have tons of better pictures before mm-hmm. the, the deadline. So I, I always wait till right near the deadline before I put anything in. <laughs> it, it'll be uh, July uh, last week in July, and Greg will say, "Oh, the awards are out," and I'm like, "Oh man, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, cool. Yeah, uh, check out the website, uh, look at all the images, glean from, uh, you know, from all the images that were the honorable mentions on up to the winners. There's a lot of great images there. And like, uh, like, uh, like you guys said, uh, it doesn't matter what iPhone you're using as long as you're getting a great image it's just 
I, I think there's a lot of people that they'll say, oh, you got a better phone than I do. I'm like, I, I got that just not too long ago. Oh, you got better phone. You get better images. I'm like, no, I, I don't even have the latest. I'm using an iPhone 7. You know, it, I can take my, you know, my 4S out and, and play with it and, and get some great images, too. So don't uh, don't limit yourself or think that you can't do it. Oh, and I have a good tip. If you want to get great images, or at least it will help you when you want to get good images, wipe off your lens. A lot of people have smudged lenses. And, uh, you know, because taking it out of their pocket, holding it in their hand, they don't think of wiping off their lens to get all the grease and, you know, junk that may be in your pocket you know so i i was you know i i was looking at somebody's photos and they had you know a newer i think they had an iphone 10 and i was looking at it going how in the world did you get your images to look like that and then i realized <laughs> oh they've been uh they've been touching the lens with their fingers or you know not mm. wiping it off yeah. and uh you know so Here's a tip. Wipe off your lens. <laughs> I mean, you do it with a normal camera or like a tr tr traditional camera, so why not do it with your iPhone? That's right. Speaking of. All right, mine's wiped off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, anything else you guys want to say about the uh, photography awards? Mm, that covers it for my end. All pictures right. pictures speak a thousand words, so just go look. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right, we have ended our weekly photo challenge of black and white with an orange filter. And I hope that uh, you learned something, you know, it's just those filters are there for a reason and they do different things to your images. Uh, so, you know, keep practicing and try different new things. But uh, we went through and looked at a lot of amazing images and we came up with one that was our favorite. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt, I'm going to have you explain the image and, uh, and, uh, give the accolades to the listener. All righty. Um, yeah. So finishing up the challenge, uh, black and white with a orange filter. Um, we had a whole bunch of entries, which was cool to see. And, uh, we spent, quite a bit of time before we recorded this uh or before we started recording this show trying to narrow down a, a winner but um i pushed pretty hard for mariana gonzalez she has this really cool picture of a um okay i'm gonna say it mundanely and then i'm gonna explain it a little further to make it sound cooler <laughs> all right but it's a photo of a road cut <laughs> um, so basically like a, you know, a hill that's been cut through to, you know, make a, a, a road pass through without it having to go up and over the hill. Um, 
So here's why I like this picture. Um, it's got leading lines out the yin yang. So Mariana's standing um, close to the the right shoulder of the road, and uh, so you basically have the um, the 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 line dividing the lane and the right shoulder is pretty much in the center of the bottom of the image. Um, and then on the very left side of the picture, you got the double yellow. And the road is coming mostly from the left side and kind of curves in to the middle, like in the bottom third of the picture. Um, so you got this nice curve that's kind of leading you in. Um, you also have this road cut, and it looks like the dirt is maybe like sandy or something. It's really light colored, although it could be could be red colored dirt and the orange filter would just yeah. make it look you know whiter <laughs> i guess um in, in any case uh it's very bright and it kind of helps also lead your eye like you know through that scene and then each uh side of the road is coming down and joining like a v in the middle of the picture um which also kind of directs you like right right into that that road cut like right where um everything kind of converges and then also there's just these super dramatic clouds in the sky um really contrasty uh looks stormy like it's going to rain any second in fact there may be a raindrop on her I know, lens. I'm looking at it right where that yeah. is yeah um so I don't know, like this picture, it, it, it brought me there, you know, like I feel like I'm standing there looking at this. Um, I feel like it tells like a little bit of a story or at the very least it, it, it definitely presents a, a mood, um, in a very just convincing way. You know, it, it, it makes you feel something. So, um, for all those reasons, I love this photo. And then one other thing that we were discussing earlier is I feel that this photo has just about every, um, like the whole tonal range from yeah. pure white to pure black, uh, in, in this picture. And, uh, that's actually, in my opinion, hard to achieve in a lot of scenes without, uh, things either getting like way too contrasty or um just something being like super uh underexposed or a highlight being like way too blown out this to me it looks perfect yeah so yeah i'm a big fan yeah and one of the compliments that you had given earlier was that it had a lot of ansel adams feel to it um and and i agree i think it's a uh, a beautiful image what are your thoughts, Dave? And, and I'm mute. No, no, no. It worked this time. It worked this time. No, um, Matt uh, just did a great job describing it. And the only thing else that, that kind of caught my eye was on the right side of the, the right hill coming down. I don't know if they're stabilizer spikes. Yeah, I don't know what those are. Or... Maybe something to break up wind or uh, runoff that would come off the hillside. Uh, but 
again, more the leading line, just little, they look like little tick marks on the side of the hill. But yeah, I, I love the contrast without being even black and white, even with being black and white, it doesn't have that HDR y overdone feel. Yeah. Which is too, which is so easy to fall into when you have such a, you know, the really white um, sides and the dark, dark clouds and the part that's kind of, you know, if, I imagine driving on the right side of the road. You know, it, it may they may be driving on the left. I don't know, but for me, driving on the right, kind of driving towards the bend, and you're driving into this darkness and into the storminess area. It just has a really great, you know, foreboding look to it. The way that you're traveling. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Well, I'd have to pretty much echo everything Matt and Dave just said. Um, yeah, the tonal range is amazing. Uh, one thing that catches my eye is the mystery in this image when you you know when the road goes between the two hills, and you know it. it you can see the side of the one hill just get really really dark. As it goes, as the road disappears, and it just makes me wonder what the heck is back there that's making it look that dark. Um, maybe it was uh, something to do with the way she had to expose the image or whatever. I don't know, but it, that's that's a, a really cool element of the image is the mystery uh, of of what's around the corner. And um, uh, I mean, other than that. Uh, and I think Matt and Dave pretty much said it all. You know, the, the tonal range is amazing. Um, just an excellent use of uh, of an image to make it black and white. Yeah, yeah. It it reminds me a little bit of of the way California is. Um, I don't know where this is, but in California we had what was called marine layers, and then yeah, as the day progressed, the it would sort of burn off and and so the the sun would come through and you know almost as if it was saying hey i'm here and it, this kind of reminds me of that where the sun is is trying to break through the clouds it doesn't you know it doesn't look like it was raining but uh you know it has that ominous uh feel to it um i i think it's a beautiful image so congratulations mariana you are our post pick of the week winner. If you would like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you have two options. You could go on to the Facebook group and look for our weekly photo challenge, or you can go on to Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter where we look through images and uh, we choose one uh, in the middle of our weekly photo challenge weeks. All right. Now that we've completed a weekly photo challenge, we have to pick a new one. And so we talked before the show and uh, worked it out. Everybody's uh, feelings weren't hurt. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> our, our virtual black eyes will heal. That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we decided to do. Uh, we did a still life not too long ago, but we're going to do something different. We're going to do still life with a single source light 
and that has to be artificial. So you can't use the sun or you can't use ambient uh, light from outside. Uh, so uh, we posted on the Facebook group the new weekly photo challenge and we used one of my images from six years ago that I did of a still life and you know and so it, it gives you kind of an idea of what uh, what you're wanting to aim for but be creative don't uh, you know it doesn't have to look the same as mine uh, we do want to try a single source light so it, you know flash I don't think is going to be uh, very good mm -hmm. uh, number one the frame rate in capturing images on an iPhone is not fast enough to pick up a um, a off camera flash system like you would have with a SLR uh, and I would not use the uh, the flash on the iPhone either so continuous light would be a good source well it could be a flashlight it could be a lamp uh, but it has to be a single source artificial light uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing what people are going to post. Do you guys want to add anything to that uh, explanation? Well, just a, a good example of a single, you know, source of light. It'd be like a flashlight, um, uh, a lamp, car headlights even, if it's an outdoor thing. You know, there's, you can be very creative with uh, selecting your light source. As long as you uh, break one of the headlamps. Yeah. Oh, well, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Motorcycle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or just cover it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't bust your headlights. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, let's go ahead and uh, move in quickly to what we've been up to. And uh, let's start with you, Greg. What have you been up to lately? Oh, working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, working and, and battling some heat. Of course, it's been pretty warm here. But um, as far as uh, photography goes, one thing about working night shifts, for me anyway, is when I get off in the morning at 7 a.m., uh, Sometimes it's great. To, uh, there's sometimes there's great photo ops out there, especially on a foggy morning. Um, mm. You know, I, I walked out of the plant one day, and it was it was the, the sun is just you know, it's just been up over the horizon for probably half an hour to an hour when I get out of there at this time of year. So to come out in, in a foggy morning, it's it's kind of a really cool thing. I'll I'll take an alternate route home just to see if there's anything you know, anything that, uh, uh, really stands out that I could take a picture of. So I took some pictures of a, of a field with some, um, round hay bales in it. And, you know, I used some tall grass that's by the side of the road for a foreground and things like that. So, um, you know, and, and I wish I had my macro lens with me when I did this because I, I saw a spider web just in the tall grass that had, you know, little wee tiny oh, dew drops on it. Yeah. And I didn't have my, my macro with me. And, uh, uh, I think that would have made for some interesting, interesting stuff too. 
But uh, uh, other than that, it's just the usual take the dogs out for a walk someplace and always have my phone with me so I snap a photo of something. But, uh, um, yeah, it, it's been, other than that, it's been a boring week for me. So <laughs> not too much there. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dave? Uh not overly a lot. Um, since we talked last, uh, we did have a break in the weather. Uh, last weekend was stupid hot. Um, I tried to think, oh, if I go out early, early in the day, I can at least get a few miles in before it got dangerously hot. So I started my run around 645 in the morning. Uh-huh. And I was I said, well, I have a race coming up and I like to test out and see how I'm doing. So I'll try to replicate the race. Well, the race is back to back 10 Ks. So the first, yeah, the first 6.2 miles was slow and it was hot, but then it was like, okay, so I get started on the second one. Ankles still not a hundred percent. Then it's like, it's nine o'clock in the morning. It's over 80 degrees. Yeah, I have another hour left of running at the pace I was going, and it was like it's going to be mid eighties. I don't want to kill myself now, right? <laughs> so it's like I got a couple of nice photos. Um, actually, the night before um, when we had some storms come in, I got a couple of nice photos there. Uh, that is at least one good thing this past weekend. Even though it was like I said, it was stupid hot. It wasn't one of those days where. It was 100% clear sky. So even though it was hot, we still had some really impressive looking clouds. So at least we had that to go off of there. Um, And one thing I did notice, and something happened today, uh, letting the dogs out first thing in the morning. And there was a shadow from uh, something we have hanging outside. And took a quick photo of that um, and figured, well, you know what, it's... Maybe not the most impressive looking, but it's kind of unique. So what I'll do is I'll play with it later on. So I was able to get some of the contrasts a little bit darker and make it a little more dramatic. And then it still there still just wasn't something quite right. It was, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't hate the photo. I don't love the photo, but I think there could be more to it. Then I said, well we're doing a black and white challenge. So I'll try doing it in black and white. Um, Didn't use an orange filter. The orange just didn't seem right. I think I use a green filter on it. Uh, I think mainly because our brick on our house is a reddish brick is a dark red brick. So I think the orange filter just messed, did a little too much on that, but I thought it turned out the black and white one turned out pretty good. It turned out, it just kind of an interesting shadow look about it and the way it just turned out. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Matt, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, really not a whole lot. Um, photography wise, I think all of my excitement was on Sunday. Sure. We'll just say Sunday because I don't remember which day it was. I'm yeah. pretty positive it was Sunday after afternoon. Um, I was just kind of killing some time and um, was up by this lake not too far from where I live. And this storm was starting to roll in. 
And um, so I was like taking pictures with the iPhone. And then um, I had the brilliant idea to do a time lapse. And uh, by the time I got that all set up and got it rolling, I only got four seconds worth of uh, time lapse video before it, it just unleashed a torrential downpour. Oh. Um, so I was kind of bummed that I didn't have the thought to do the time lapse earlier. But uh, you know, time lapse—it's essentially video, and I'm not really a video guy. So I guess that's why I didn't think of it. <laughs> so now I'm like kind of keeping my eye on the weather because I really kind of want to do this. I want to get like a a storm rolling through. Uh, type time lapse. Uh, Matt, so that's going to be a storm chaser. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe. <laughs> Why not? Did you guys ever see a video? Um, this is tiny shutter related. Uh, a guy is he takes a drone and chases tornadoes with a drone. Oh, that sounds fun. It's actually pretty yeah, cool. Um, I yeah, haven't it, seen any footage of that, but that sounds like it could be interesting. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a huge tornado. It was a smaller one, but it, you know, an aerial, uh, follow of a tornado through an area, not, not restricted to roadways and everything like that. It was actually pretty cool. I, I should find it and show it to you guys. But I digress. Um, <laughs> was that, was that it, Matt? Did I uh, did I interrupt you uh, efficiently enough? Oh, no, that was perfect. I was okay. done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot in iPhone photography other than you know just uh, Thursdays with the church we take and do stuff with the kids, and so I try to get pictures of uh the students and you know the activity that they're doing but other than that just you know i haven't done a whole lot other than doing a little bit of editing but that'll change because i have some ideas for our new weekly photo challenge hmm. all right well cool is there anything else that you guys want to bring up because i think we have ourselves a show no, that's pretty much it from my end. Yeah, I'm good. Nice. Cool. All, all right, I will play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's start with you, Matt. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? All right. You can check me out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Flickr, and the Artful Iphonography community at M. Hoffman Photo. Excellent. Greg? You can get me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, and on the Artful Iphonography community as just me, Greg McMillan. Awesome. Dave? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod, and you can find me in the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show, to uh, our show notes and Facebook, YouTube, stickers, everything by going to tinyshutter.com. 
And uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what people are going to be doing. So uh, get out there and uh, do some still lives and still lives, still lifes, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> play around with that single source uh, light. All right. Well, uh, why don't you guys say good night to everybody? Good night, everybody. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%, irrelevant, sir. There is always a man at a wedding who is not in any photograph, who can go anywhere. He can carry an equipment bag around with him if he likes, and you never even see his face. This is a great shot, Mav. I should be a photographer. Ah, the photographer. Excellent. Thank you. Um, may I have a look at your camera? Brilliant, ruthless, and almost certainly a monomaniac. Though, in fairness, his photographs are actually quite good. <laughs>